Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Dad Diaries. And I'm your host, Stéphane Jutra. We made it to December finally, and uh, in a couple of weeks will be Christmas, Christmas Day. Um, after this, what seemed to be a very long and challenging 2020, we're finally getting to the end of it. But uh, before we end this year, last uh, celebration of Christmas. It's funny because I remember last year around this time too, I wanted to uh, record a Christmas episode and uh, I was a bit late to it. And by the time it was recorded and edited, uh, I thought, yeah, it's a bit too late to post it. It was like a couple of weeks after Christmas. So this year I told myself I will start one early and it will be posted before Christmas might be less than after, but at least we'll be posted before Christmas. Christmas is one holiday that's always a bit uh, a bit difficult for a divorced dad like myself or divorced parents in general. You know, usually it's a way to uh, celebrate. Obviously, it's a at the base a more religious uh, holiday, but uh, at the end, it's a way to celebrate this day with the family and people that you like and people that you love and friends and everybody. So usually a lot of, I would say parties, but at least a lot of events around Christmas time at work, personally, with the family, with friends. But this year's a bit special because obviously with the pandemic, everything got toned down a little bit. And even here as we speak in, in Montreal and in Quebec, Christmas actually got canceled uh, by the government. So uh, we're not allowed to meet since the cases are not getting better. So we're not really allowed to meet for Christmas. So we have to keep it inside our family. So this, I, I guess, even add another challenge to uh, divorced parents because as far as being divorced and having kids, uh, it's always a time of year where that requires a bit more planning. So it's not something, it's something that hopefully... Uh, you learn to start earlier just to make sure that the plans are are done and there's no uh, confusion or disappointment about how Christmas will happen, who will go where, how much time the kids will spend with one parent or the other. So it's it's a lot of planning. And I guess the first year, I don't know, on my side, it kind of, I would say wing it because in the agreement was that we would split kind of the holidays. So basically, Usually for me, it was Christmas Eve, and that's the day that I used to celebrate with my family and everybody. So that's the day that I kept, and the Christmas day would go with my ex. So we kind of split it that way and put that in the agreement. It seems simple at the beginning, but obviously every year there's always things that might pop up, like having some visits or parties with uh, some friends and families, and it's actually uh, another day that you don't have the kids. So that makes everything more challenging. So definitely having a talking relationship with your ex uh, helps for that. And uh, also depends how flexible either of you are. But definitely that, that can add challenge. And even some years if you plan to do trips and things like that. So it makes it always a bit more difficult. It's something you don't think about often. And we're talking about Christmas, but it's pretty much the same for every holiday. But really planning in advance how that will happen really, really helps for everyone. For the parents and if you have kids, for the kids, of course just to know uh, what the plan will be or where they'll be and everything else uh, on that side. So definitely uh, something to kind of uh, look at and plan. <laughs> Maybe, like I said, not the first Christmas because it's kind of a learning phase, I guess. 
but at least the the ones coming after. So I guess before even talking about planning, there's, I mean, different part of Christmas that uh, get in the picture at this point. I mean, the first Christmas apart is, is something pretty difficult. And it's something that every divorced parent will have to deal with at some point. You know, you used to have your kids all the time. Maybe depending on the arrangement with the other parent, you might have the kids 50-50 or one weekend on the, out of the month or whatever agreement is made. When you get to Christmas, it's always a bit more difficult because there'll be some period of time that you won't have your kids with you. Obviously, it's difficult, especially the first time. And I mean, not having the family and the kids to celebrate on a Christmas day or even Christmas Eve, it's something difficult. I remember my first time, my first Christmas, it was not that easy. <laughs> uh, again, you miss the kids, obviously. And it's, I wouldn't say focus more on, on kids, but trying to, to basically trade and exchange gifts between each other. And it's fun to see how happy the kids get during those holidays and even parents. Christmas is actually one of my favorite holiday. So uh, actually, it's my favorite holiday. I really love it uh, every year. But it, it can be difficult because you end up uh, being by yourself. And I remember the first time when that happened to me, I had uh, the, the kids on Christmas Eve and we did all the celebration and everything with my family. And it was actually very, very nice. It was a very nice time. It was, I would say, a bit weird because it was the first time that we're not all together. But at the end of the day, it was, it was a good Christmas night and we had a lot of fun. Now, uh, the next morning, the kids had to go to see their mom. So uh, I dropped them off. And after that, kind of came back to my place. And I was by myself. And and that was tough. <laughs> it was kind of the first time. I mean, you're on Christmas Day and you're used to be surrounded by people and doing a bunch of things and having your family with you. And all of a sudden, you're sitting down. I remember I was sitting down in my apartment and I was by myself. And it was maybe 10 a.m. or at Christmas Day. And all by myself so so it was hard and I wished that I had my kid at that time obviously and spend time with them but I didn't and I had to figure out something to do so I remember I remember my first Christmas like when I came back home I didn't obviously I didn't want to stay home I wanted to do something uh, I had seen my family the day before so that was I that was all not out of the question, but uh, I was I wanted to do something a bit different. So I remember that time I decided to take a drive back in my old uh, in my old neighborhood, actually where I grew up. I don't know why. It just kind of <laughs> something that I know I felt kind of compelled to go there and just maybe relive some Christmas childhood memories when we're going to church and all this stuff. So I went to my old neighborhood, drove around a little bit. And I passed by my old school and just in front was the church where we used to go. And I decided for no reason because I didn't really, you know, last time I went to a mass was many, many years ago when I was younger. So, but passing there, I had the strong feeling and it was a mass starting, I think in a couple minutes or like in 15, 20 minutes. So I had that feeling of going inside. So that's what I did. I said, you know what? I went there and on Christmas day, I sat down and went through the Christmas mass. And for some strange reason, I, I can't really explain it, but it was, uh, it was a great experience. I'm not talking about anything religious or religious experience. It was just nice to maybe be back in a place that I used to spend a lot of time when I was younger and kind of brought me back in happy times. I mean, again, when you're young, you don't necessarily uh, enjoy going to church. <laughs> it's maybe not the mo most fun time, 
but sitting down now after all those years it was nice to get back inside that church and look around and and be part of uh, of that again and you know a lot of memories came back out of that so so that's actually what i did and after i decided to drive around a little bit more in my neighborhood and i went back home and after that what i decided i called my my parents my sister and and passed by there to spend some time with them so that's how i dealt with my first christmas and uh, i was surrounded again went to to church but also i was surrounded by my family that which actually helped a little bit on that front so i was lucky to be able to do that all i'm trying to say is is i think in my mind it kind of uh again brought me back to good memories and also i was also surrounded with some people which really helped so that was what i did at that time so that became uh, actually i wouldn't say christmas tradition for me at least but I know the couple of years after, I did the same thing. I mean, I dropped the kids off in the morning and went back to church. So the past couple of years, that's what I've been doing. Once a year, Christmas Day, uh, when I'm by myself, I go there. That became a thing in which I actually looking forward and enjoy pretty much every year. I find it a fun time again. It's just bringing back some good memories. I think the important thing is really to... Uh, to try to spend the holidays maybe with people doing things that you want and maybe planning it a bit in advance as well. You know, Christmas is coming and you know we won't have the kids on the, on Christmas Day. So so what I was trying to do also at times is try to plan something during the day. Uh, either visit my parents again or, or family or friends even. So one year was with some friends watching movies or doing something something I enjoy on that day. And again, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say it's easy the years after. It gets easier somehow. I don't know if I would say get easier, but it's different. <laughs> I guess you get used to it. That's what I'm trying to say. But I think it's important to have uh, things planned for yourself. And and I think it's important to treat yourself. Maybe I wasn't used to before. And again, it was never really all about me. So it was about the family and, and plan for the whole family. But now all of a sudden Christmas Day was becoming all about me because I was by myself. That's why I started to do things that I enjoy and things that I like during that day and planning things that I like. Like I talk about watching movies or spending time with family and friends, just treating myself, going for breakfast and <laughs> buying myself the, the electronic that I loved or whatever, just, just to kind of you know, enjoy my day by myself. That's something I think that's very important and that's something that you kind of learn uh, also over the year. So just going back at what I was saying at the beginning as well. So we talk about obviously the first Christmas is a difficult one, but there's ways to kind of at least make it a bit better. And that's another thing that gets better. I guess time heals a little bit. So it gets better over the year because you try to plan it a little bit better. And I mean, we talk about plan obviously for your day, but uh, we talk a bit at the beginning about the, the planning in general for Christmas. What do we do with the kids? And uh Obviously now there's two families, at least at the beginning. So we have to kind of manage to see how the kids will deal with that and where they'll go. And we're talking about the agreement before too. I think it's it's important to uh, to work on a schedule in the agreement. So when we sign the agreement or even an agreement with uh, with your ex, I think that's one thing that's very important to to agree on that. And what I've seen up to now, I mean, there's different different agreements that I've seen from friends and and, and reading about. 
obviously some people prefer having the same day every year. So that's my case because I know that every year in Christmas Eve is, I was always doing it with my family. For me, it's good to have every year the same day. So I get Christmas Eve and my ex gets Christmas Day. And for New Year, we do kind of the opposite as well. Or my birthday is actually on the New Year's Day. So so usually I get the kids on New Year's Day and New Year's Eve, uh, my ex will get the kids. So, so we try to balance it all that way. I also seen uh, some people, they prefer to do the alternate. So they prefer, they prefer to alternate because, uh, you know, one year you get Christmas Day and, and the other year you get Christmas Eve and same thing with New Year, which also works. If you can manage it, depending what you do during those days, I mean, it's definitely something possible as well. And some play by ear, but that's a bit more tricky because, again, it requires a bit more planning in advance and just to make sure that everything happens uh, as it should and there's no conflict at the end and, oh, you know, I need the kids for that day or I can't. So there's, there might be a lot of arguments and conflicts if there's nothing set. So really, in, in my opinion, I think will be to to whatever you decide to do, but at least put and decide on set uh, rules or dates if you want. Uh, for Christmas and pretty much all the holidays as well. So what it also, again, might become a bit more difficult. Uh, now we're talking about about setting dates, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. But uh, next step is uh, you meet someone and you actually have now all sudden and, and your, your ex also meets someone and you basically end up with kind of four uh, families, <laughs> with the families and the step family. So that even becomes even harder to plan. So that's what I was saying, and very important to do it early on and everybody's on the same page and everybody has their day schedule and that's the best. And for myself, even this year was even another step is my daughter has a boyfriend. So now obviously the boyfriend has to get in the picture as well. And my daughter wants to spend time with a boyfriend, obviously, and also with with his family. So, So this also requires a lot of planning because again, Christmas is just one day <laughs> so so we have to kind of plan around so uh, so that's again those are like adjustments that have to be done and that you don't necessarily think at the beginning but uh, as you go again this can be also dealt with and hopefully without any uh, any arguments or anything but it's something that you think about yourself at the beginning but you know after a couple of years it becomes bigger and bigger and planning becomes really really mostly important and it's funny because I was reading about, just before doing a podcast, just reading about uh, the holidays and how people deal with them, uh, divorced people, and even looking at friends. And there's one sentence that I found really important and that really got to me is, and it's very true, is you can't make everyone happy. And I think that's the key thing. And that applies to yourself, that applies to your ex, that applies to even your kids sometimes picking where they want to go to or wanting to go to one side more than the other or not. So at the end of the day, you can't make everyone happy. Might be some people that get hurt. And as long as you acknowledge that, and maybe as long as, I mean, you can talk about it and share and try to find a solution. Sometimes it's worth sitting down and talking to a everyone affected and see uh, and try to come up with a solution but but really it's like everything else right you, you can't make everyone happy in that one so i think that's that's very important so as i said uh, christmas will be different from now on for sure once you're separated or divorced it will be different and uh, we talk about you know the, the the planning as well but i think one other key thing is uh, and one of the fun thing is to make and try to make new traditions 
And I mean, you might have had different traditions as a family, things you've done every year, but it doesn't mean that you're not together anymore, that those have to go away. And if they do, it doesn't mean that you can't start anything new. And I think that's a great opportunity to kind of talk with your kids. And even on your side, like I was talking about, you know, me going back to my old neighborhood every year and things like that. I mean, you start new things together and make new memories. And I think that's what's amazing and what's important. It's not kind of the end of of happy Christmas. It's actually the beginning of an happy Christmas. It's the beginning. And it's, it's new traditions and new new ways of having fun and new experiences. And that's how I think it should be. As difficult as it might seem at the beginning, but I think that's how it should be. And just making the tree together again and having, uh, you know, buying specific ornaments uh, from that time and and just being together or maybe a Christmas breakfast, which I've used to do uh, quite often as well. And, and I know that the kids love that. I mean, there's a bunch of things that can be done before Christmas, during the Christmas holiday and everything. But like I said, I think it's really important to make sure that you have new tradition and, and everybody knows about them and uh, you, get, you, t- you take it from there, right? So for example, my kids are a bit older and we still make the tree together and put the ornaments on, put music and, you know, drink eggnog and just kind of take that time to celebrate and, and trying to watch some movies together as well. Kind of older movies that uh, they used to watch when they were younger, like The Grinch and all those, those classic. But at the same time, uh, just spending time together and watching things together. And that's what we're trying to do. I mean, I love, for example, uh, making a turkey dinner so before i was kind of always the one making by myself but now it's like doing it with the kids everybody chips in and we do the turkey all the the trimmings and everything else together so that's kind of nice uh, nice to have and as a new tradition as well again my kids are a bit older and even if they're younger but travels i know uh, this year is a bit special and different so travel is a bit uh, probably out of the question a bit harder to do but uh, I know we had spent uh, some time down south during Christmas and that's something I I wanted to and I will want to do as well just maybe take some time off as well with the kids for example and go somewhere together and just spend Christmas there Uh, again just new memories and just little things every year that you do like I'll give you an example we made our Christmas tree this past weekend and I actually bought some new lights some cool lights uh, <laughs> those are lights i bought at best buy i was going there and we saw the uh, package of led lights uh, and those lights are a bit different because they're uh, basically bluetooth and, and wi-fi enabled so how it works you put those lights in the christmas tree and after that you put an app on your phone and you can do a bunch of stuff together so when we put up the tree, I put those lights on and I was excited. I love all those gadgets and everything. But the kids were even more excited than I was. So they installed the app, started playing with it and different patterns. And it also, there was some music as, as well. Like you could have music through the lights. And so starting playing with that. And it was like, we spent a couple of hours just playing around and, you know, while we were putting things on the tree, but just playing around with the lights and the different effects and stuff and, and laughing and everything else. And so that was amazing. That's something that came out of it. And I'm sure the next couple of years from now on as well, will be something about the light and different ways that we put them in and different settings and things like that. So that will become part of something fun that we do every year now. And that came out of nothing. Again, I just bought that for no reason and it ended up being a, a success over here. So so you never know. It's all those things that can came out of that. 
so yeah, so I was talking about travel, little things, new tradition. And I think the most important thing, uh, at least on my side, is a big difference from other Christmases and something I really love is there's no arguments. And <laughs> the past three, four Christmas been amazing because I find there was no arguments during the holidays and everything was good. We went to see families and friends and everybody was happy and, and it was a bit different from before when I was married and there's a lot of uh, arguments about a bunch of different things and I find now that Christmas are definitely a lot more peaceful and everybody's enjoying their time a bit more that's always a good thing and um, and again one thing important for the kids that I have I forgot to mention but it's all about also the gifts <laughs> when they're younger obviously everybody's exciting getting gifts and one advantage of I guess having two Christmas parties is um, you usually have twice the gift and as kids it's something fun. <laughs> I know when I was young, the more gifts was the, be the better, right? So so that's one thing I guess for even younger kids, that's something. I mean, when the kids are older, it maybe it doesn't apply as much, but definitely when they're younger, it's it's something that they love, uh, um, that they love <laughs> knowing that they'll have gifts with mom and gifts with dad. So definitely an advantage of that if you would ask them that's pretty much it and hopefully i mean the christmas at the end of the day it's like any other things that you make is how you make it and it's all about being together and we talk about gifts and tradition and everything else but it's really to be together and spend as much time as you can with with people you love your family your kids and uh, that's basically all about that right this year's a bit different, sadly. I mean, 2020 has been a tough year with uh, what's been happening with the pandemic and everything. And I don't know what Christmas will be. I think will be uh, probably a lot of Zoom uh, Christmas parties, I guess. We have to be grateful that we have the technology that even if we can be in person with the people we love and people we want to be, at least we can see them through Zoom or FaceTime. And same applies with the kids. Maybe, you know, we can't see them necessarily uh, because they're with the other parent, but at the same time, you could do that through Zoom or FaceTime and, and at least be able to see them and, and talk to them and be part of those moments with them. And same thing with your family, right? It's a bit different. And hopefully next year it goes back to some kind of normalcy, I guess. <laughs> Everybody's crossing their fingers. So I guess this year we have to to deal with it the way we can. And again, looking at the bright side and just enjoy it as much as we can. So that's it for this episode, this Christmas episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. I'd like to know how you celebrate Christmas on your side. I mean, if you want to share that with me, I'm, I'm really curious. Uh, how does it work in your house and how do you deal with having the kids back and forth and things like that? I would be interested. And maybe even some new traditions that you guys started, that would, be, that would be fun to hear. I would love that. And I can definitely even talk about them and give suggestions for, for the rest of the divorced dads and moms uh, listening to the podcast so that would be great if you have any comments or questions or anything you can just send me an email at the divorced dad diaries at gmail.com and you can also go my website where i have all the information there and i'm still working a little bit on it so uh, stay tuned but you can find all the podcasts all the different platforms and some information as well and and so you can find that uh, all on the, the divorcedaddiaries.com and i can also be found on instagram you can go there and, and reach me or on facebook as well uh, there's a facebook group as well there that i post a little bit so feel free to 
reach out any way you want and send me an email. Like I always say, I love them. Don't be shy. There was a couple of you that reached out and I even had some amazing discussion with some of you uh, uh, over over Zoom the past couple of weeks. So I really enjoyed that. And uh, again, if you need just someone to talk, I mean, I'm always there. So just send me an email and we can schedule something and we can just have a chat, just, just like that. That said, I hope you all have wonderful, wonderful holidays and you spend all the time you can with your loved ones. And I really hope you have the best time even and make the 2020 uh, as good as it can be. And please also stay safe during the holidays. I know it's very difficult depending where you're at around the world. There's different rules and about about holidays and social distancing and all this stuff that everybody's begging us with. But at the end of the day, we have to make sure that everybody's safe. So I really wish all of you a very, very safe holidays. And I want you back also for the next episode in the new year for another amazing year uh, together. So have great holidays and we'll talk in the new year. Bye-bye.